Hello people, welcome to the 49th episode of our podcast. Uh, welcome to our podcast. We'll be talking about game week three. Uh, Manchester City face Arsenal. Uh, Liverpool face Chelsea. Let's start with Manchester City facing Arsenal. Uh, um, I, I just, I don't, I don't even want to talk about that match because it's, it's so heartbreaking even as a neutral fan. Yeah, when, I mean, uh, I mean, even yeah. when when the fans, when your own fans are laughing at their own club, so that tells you where the club. Yeah, 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 yeah. Oh, I mean, anyone, oh, anyone, please do the honors to sing that song. You know, the the song that Arsenal fans are singing during the match. Yeah, they were singing something on the lines of uh, "We lose every day, we lose every day. You're nothing special. We lose every day." So I mean, but the City fans couldn't even respond. I mean, how miserable the Arsenal fans looked. And I'm not even exaggerating when I say that Norwich. I mean, playing against Norwich was easier than playing against. Uh, I, I mean, I say the opposite thing. Playing against Arsenal was easier than playing against Norwich. How? I mean, Arsenal just—they don't want to defend. They were not doing anything to stop yeah. the City chances. And I think. It's a shame that we scored five. It should have been ten the way Arsenal were playing. And and seriously, I mean, the way I watched Arsenal play today, I never expected this from a Premier League club. Actually, the <laughs> level of yeah, uh, the the level of you know unprofessionalism from the players, man. I don't even understand how they were they've managed to do it on the field. And, yeah, and you know, there is a thing. Apparently, in you know big football matches, you know even at the lowest of the levels, right? There is yeah. something which is you know termed as man marking, right? You mark a player yeah. at least yeah. because no matter however much the opponent changes, you know changes the flanks, changes the players, you there is zonal marking again. And yeah. in the case of Arsenal, they were marking no one, so everyone was in the Arsenal box, every City player with no one behind their back. And they were doing yeah. whatever they wanted. Grealish was yeah. entering the box like it was his own backyard, right? He was just passing the ball, mm-hmm. giving the ball to him, to a random player in the Arsenal box, City player. And, and they were you know, we box. saw so yeah. many jokes about it today. Uh, yeah, like yeah. Uh, Manchester City unveiled the statues of uh, David Silva and Vincent Company today. <laughs> and uh, yeah. Ars- Arsenal unveiled three more statues in their defense today. <laughs> <laughs> Seriously, they were not even moving to stop those chances. That goal from Ferran Torres, the first one. Yeah. How how poor marking and clearances can be at football. And Cedric Soares, I don't even understand how is he a football player. He says he doesn't have any skill defense wise. And uh, similarly, you know, every single goal. I don't yeah. know why they were affording so much of space. And um, I just don't have any words to explain. And you know, Man City has gone through a lot of uh, you know ups and downs this week, uh, transfers and everything wise. And I think this match was a sigh of relief for us. Uh, you know, after a very long week. Dude, you know what? Honestly, we need to talk about that. But I don't know yeah. when we have to do. Yeah. I, 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 yeah, I, it, it come, I, I actually wanted to record a podcast yesterday, but. It completely yeah. skipped my mind. I don't know. We'll, yeah. we, 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 we will record. Yeah, we will record. Whatever happened in the transfer market, right? Deserves yeah. its own episode. So, yeah. Yeah, we will definitely put Yeah, through. exactly. Exactly. Yeah. And there's a City fan and there's United. And there are two United fans. Yeah, so, yeah. You, so, so, you can imagine the banter. Yeah. Anyway. Yeah. Anyway. So, uh, let's, let's, let's get back to the match. Uh, yeah. Grealish. Grealish was... Grealish had a walk in the park today. Exactly. Nobody marking him. He was like, dude, let's play football. And dude, he picked out Gabriel Jesus. The, mm-hmm. I guess it was third goal. Nah? It was the third goal. Yeah. And apart yeah. from that, Grealish created six chances, which was, yeah. you know, uh, very impressive. And I think uh, this is what I expected from him. I did not expect Jack Grealish to start playing like the best English player from the very first day. And uh, of course, players like him would take some time to cope up with the chemistry. And he's doing that. Every single match, he's improving a bit. And today, of course, he was afforded a lot of space and stuff. And he had every uh, inch available on the Etihad Stadium to do whatever he wanted. But still, the the skill he showed, it was impressive, to say the least. Yeah, yeah. 
Dude, I don't know what's what's up with Arsenal. Uh, they bought so many new players, but I don't know. I don't know why Ben White is not playing. I, I say I'm. Uh, uh, ben White is probably out for a COVID-related issue. Okay, 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 maybe. Okay, then uh, where is Thomas Partey injured? I guess. My guess will be injured. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know what's Arsenal, up. Like it, no. it, everything is falling out of place. You know. I don't know I mean, what's up with this football club. I mean, we would obviously make a separate episode on the transfer, uh, the summer transfer window. But uh, how crazy the window has been, we are all aware of that. Yeah. And, uh, you know, United signing uh, Sancho, uh, Varane and Ronaldo. You know, City signing Grealish, Chelsea signing Lukaku, PSG signing Messi, Ramos and everyone. Everyone. PSG yeah. signing yeah. everyone. Yeah. Up in all of this, Arsenal are the biggest spenders in Europe this summer, not just in England, in Europe. Yeah. And if after spending that amount of money, you are, you are uh, conceding nine goals without scoring any in your first three Premier League matches, it's, uh, this is an all-time low. I think this is the worst start to a Premier League season for Arsenal ever in the history. Yeah. And I don't even record, uh, you know, I don't even recall the likes of, say, Cardiff City or uh, even uh, you know uh, Sheffield United last season, they were very poor sides in the Premier League, but they did not start the season so poorly, conceding nine goals in the first three matches. It is, uh, I don't know uh, if I were an Arsenal fan, how would I have reacted to this? Dude, yes. they have, dude, they have more red cards than they have goals, so so that tells you a lot, right? Mm-hmm. And the 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 goal of the season, sorry, not the goal of the season, the goal of the month that they would post that would have to come from a six nil win over West Brom uh, in the in the Carabao Cup. So uh, they did <laughs> they could not score a goal in the Premier League in the month of August. How I mean, uh, and seriously, you know, uh, when we say that when we use the term big six uh, something in the Premier League, I don't think Arsenal should even be included. Uh, you know, anyhow, I mean, Arsenal are just a glorified mid-table side at the moment because they have lost all their respect. How do you tell someone that this is a side that went invin- invincibles in 2003-04 and, and and have consistently, you know, managed to finish fourth or so for a really long time? Yeah. This is just weird. I, I, how Arsenal have fallen and every season we expect that the last season was very poor from them and this season they are going to redeem themselves. Every season they hit newer lows. And this, the start of this season, is, this is the harshest you could imagine it could have been for them. And, and I don't know, like, how long are they going to stick with Arteta? Because, you know, it is, it is a comical amount of time that has passed with him at the helm of this team. And ultimately accomplishing nothing there. If you ask an Arsenal fan, what do you think of Arteta? They'll still bring up that FA Cup trophy they won in, you know, some his- historic time, right? So I think it is no, a very historic. Bad it was it, it it was like two years back, but yes, still yeah. the way yeah. the way you won that trophy, it's fine. You yeah. and all. I I agree, but your condition in the Premier League even then was miserable. Okay, see, yeah, if yeah. one thing is winning a cup and one thing is you know. Uh, being being a good footballing side, you weren't a good footballing side. You you played two matches, just with a semi-final and final. And it's that's you are you're not a good footballing side. It was how how can it your your win was basically an exception. It was an exception. It was yeah, yeah, it was it, it was a fluke. Yeah, exactly, yeah. it was a fluke, dude. Yeah. And you and you and you're assessing... When you're assessing a manager's tenure, you not look at the first two, three matches. You look at maybe the first two seasons. And in his first two seasons, he has taken Arsenal to extreme low points in the you history. Know. And, yeah. uh, and uh, seriously, the, the scoreline today, that should reflect something. I mean, um, you know... Not just, I rem- not just the scoreline, right? If you look at... If you have a look at the stats. So... Uh, here I go, right? Manchester City, yeah. 80% possession. Arsenal, yeah. just 20, right? Just below 20. Then yeah. we have the short stat, right? City had 25 shots. Guess yeah. how, how many shots Arsenal had? One. I remember yeah, one. They had, they had one shot, right? And that was off target. Yeah. And, you know, City had 10 shots on target. And if Burn Leno wouldn't have you know, pulled up the saves, 10 of them would have gone in, right? 
So and, it's yeah. yeah. And do you know the one shot they had? How that came? If you yeah, watch the match, you would know. Uh, yeah. Edison tried to you yeah, know yeah, 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 yeah. the ball. Edison yeah, and clear the yeah. ball. And, and uh, M. S. Mitra pressed well, and it hit his. Uh, the ball hit his shin probably, and just deflected wide of the post. That was the only shot, and not even on target. It's, Seriously, it's, it's, I mean, and I was looking at players like Ruben Diaz and Amerik Laporte, and they were not doing anything. You know, they did yeah. not have anything to do. They were I, at one point of the game. I saw Ruben Diaz. Move forward in the pitch, trying to assist Amerik Laporte, who missed narrowly. That that yeah. is the way Arsenal were playing. And dude, uh, uh, <laughs> dude, I just I I there was a tweet by Mesut Ozil today. Okay, and that's the yeah. biggest shit house. That has broken the internet today. <laughs> yeah, that's the biggest shit houseery. <laughs> and can someone be- said the the O in Ozil's name has more points than Arsenal this season. <laughs> <laughs> Dude, it's crazy. Their 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 goal difference is minus nine, right? Yeah. Minus nine. They are twentieth in the league. Twentieth, and this is. I mean, if this continues for more than a month, they are doomed. Seriously doomed. I mean, top half finish. Dude, they're gonna sign Sam Allardyce. Uncle Sam, and then he, then yeah, but I mean, I mean, uh, when I say doomed, I don't mean that Arsenal would get relegated. It's not in their pedigree to get relegated all of a sudden. Yeah, but, but you never yeah. know. <laughs> yeah, but the way they are playing, they are gonna finish like a fourteenth, fifteenth place. The way it is yeah. going right now, yeah. and yeah. Uh, that is, I, 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 I don't know how. I mean, uh, when was the last time you saw one of the conventional big six sides finish solo? I think we can recall. Chelsea finishing tenth. That is, I think, the lowest anyone has managed. Yeah. And um, and again, the, when when teams like Chelsea or even Liverpool had a very poor season, um, uh, you know, around that time in 2015-16. Uh, so uh, there was a quick, you know, change of management right at that time because yeah. they know that you know the club is go, you know. It has some reputation, and they need to save that. And if a manager is doing so poorly, you need to replace him. We remember. I remember when uh, you know. I think it was the 18-19 season or something when uh, you know Chelsea conceded six goals at the Etihad Stadium. Right after that match, Chelsea prepared all the you know steps they needed to sack Maurizio Sarri. Right. Yeah. And uh, but still, that season they won the Europa League, but they had made up their mind to sack him and. Bring up, uh, you know, another management, uh, you know, for their club. And Arsenal just they they don't even you know care about that. It seems at the moment. Yeah. And, and they're still know, trusting the process or something. Uh, yeah. I, I mean, know. for me, that team lacks, you know, two very important things that you require in a team. First is proper defensive coaching, right? You know, whoever you know does you know work with the players and work on their you know defensive duties, and that includes the preparation leading up to matches, right? Of course, you know we all we saw a game today, right? Again, uh, you know Liverpool Chelsea, and we saw ex- excellent example of how you should you know you know stay and you know play when you are you know man down and. You know, and when we see Arsenal do the same thing, it's it's just shambles, right? Yeah, but and, you know, does it make a difference, dude? They 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 conceded three goals before they went a man down. Okay, then yeah, they I conceded mean, yeah, two goals. Yeah, exactly, exactly. So all I'm trying to say is the defense, defensive coaching, and you know, it's man management yeah. sucks. And then, and on top of that, they don't have a leader. They are, they're saying that Granite Shaka, you know, he. Is the most experienced in the bunch of the bunch, and he's in the center of the park, and he should, you know, take up the responsibility, taking the armband again. But you know, doesn't help when he got sent off, and even if he, when he was on the pitch, he did nothing. So yeah. to to you know, it, it's, you know, just having someone shout at you to cover a man from the back or from the side that helps. There was nothing. They were yeah. they were in a separate realm. They were in a separate uh, you know league of their own. So I have said this before, you know, when Lauren Koscielny used to play for Arsenal, that was the last time they were a, they were a respectable side, because they were challenging for the top six. They were 
creating major upsets against uh, far superior teams and everyone knew that arsenal they play a brand of football that might not be very attacking but they play something that is needed to win matches but uh, now i think uh, ever, ever since that their leader kushenly went away it's been um, i mean no one i mean granite raka then they Uh, made uh, i think obameyang their club captain and uh, nothing has changed these are not natural leaders and very you know it's it's very clear they are not being able to lead arsenal properly dude i i felt really bad for obameyang today i mean just if you just look at his face when he was being taken off and being substituted for lacazette you could yeah. see what what that man is going through at that club i mean yeah. it's heartbreaking because just you know 2 years back he was you know going on being the best striker in the premier league yeah he and won the golden boot and that 2 yeah. years ago and uh, i think uh, i also feel very sorry for the arsenal fans because uh, sincerely they don't deserve this and uh, you know arsenal fans we have to call them one of the most loyal fan bases in the world because how much support they are providing this team even after what they are having to experience a day you know week in week out that's crazy and the board should look at these fans and take some steps arsenal need a, a big overhaul in every possible place on, in the transfer market and in the managerial system and of course the coaching staff everything needs to change for the good and if that change comes after they get relegated then i don't understand the need of that change seriously talking about relegation the you know the defense that i saw in the previous matches you know including today's match they are going to concede goals even against mid table clubs even against newly you know promoted clubs brand they did that they already did that yeah they already started you know conceding goals against um, promoted clubs so it is not looking good for arsenal you know you can go on about how they had you know unfavorable start right difficult matches three of them okay you know not even three two of them difficult matches but you know that is not the you know that that does not justify the performance you at least yeah. try to defend this nothing losing matches is not uh, something you should blame a team about but if your team plays like this then yeah but you know coming back to manchester city hmm. you know yeah. this is uh, i don't think we see this kind of stats very often As in their last three uh, last three home matches city have scored five goals i mean all the all the goals, matches have been 5 nil wins wins against everton then norwich and now arsenal and all of this without a striker so Uh, you know we personally i i stress a lot about city not having a striker but sometimes how the lads perform you know uh, it it seems that you know this is very exciting to watch sometimes and the way ferran torres played people started calling him ferran to- ferandoski or something and it's very natural how he played he showed some natural you know goal poacher instinct today yeah and uh, now that the transfer window is going to close in like 3 days and city evidently are not pushing for any other striker signing we need mm-hmm. to rely on these players uh, and their finishing uh, when ferran torres gabriel jesus raheem sterling and uh, even pep has mentioned that he took more names actually bernardo silva even jack grealish he said every one of them can play at that false nine position so uh, i think more 5 nil wins and some 1 nil losses are are going to come this yeah, season yeah. if we yeah. look at if we look at you know how city play they are going to you know go up against teams of course like we saw chelsea today right against a defense like that city yeah. would have uh, you know would have problems yeah yeah he would they would have problems and they would have been much better if they had that that one guy right in the center who could you know you know finish off that random ball right that he gets in the middle of the in the middle of the match so uh, i think those will be the you know problematic matches and if pep you know finds out a way to get those points in the back then i think city is going very strongly for another title charge right yeah i mean pep needs to you know of course enhance the chance creation even more and that is kind of an exaggeration because city already create 
uh, a shit ton of chances. I mean, I don't think there is any Premier League side that can create chances like City. And, uh, you know, the only problem is finishing. So, they have to work on probability, create more chances to, you know, increase the chances of scoring and nothing else. Because uh, we have players that are good at finishing, like Ferran Torres or Riyad Mahrez. They are good finishers, but not deadly strikers. So, uh, I think, I don't know, this is going to be a mixed season. And uh, unless some player, like, really you know, explodes into form. Uh, this season is going to be difficult attacking-wise. Let's yeah. see. Yeah, and, uh, you know, I think uh, we should now be uh, focusing our attention on you know, the next blockbuster game that came uh, our way, right? It is Liverpool yeah. versus Chelsea and a dramatic, you know, turn of events that leads to yeah. the 1-1 scoreline. And so, you know, just just to, you know, clear the confusion, Liverpool were playing well. Then Chelsea had a surprise goal. And then there was all this drama regarding a penalty. And yeah, so we need and to discuss that. Card. Yeah. yeah, and the red card. Yeah, so let's start. Yeah. So I think uh, before we say anything on the tactical or uh, you know uh, technical fronts, this game has been PR entertainment. Yeah. Whatever it produced for the neutral fans, it is you know a game to remember. And uh, the, you know, the Premier League really is back when you, you know, you yeah. feel like that when you watch these kinds of matches. But for the, you know, respective fan bases of Chelsea and Liverpool, this match was difficult to digest at several levels. And, uh, you know, starting off with, uh, you know, the, that goal from Kai Havertz. Yeah. You know, was that a, you know, you know, Chichari to finish or a lucky fluke? Uh, I don't understand how... It's just out of this world, right? That little bit of contact made. That, yeah. that's, that, that's just pure magic, I guess. And, and the no, but, dip. But yeah. you know what? But you know yeah. what? Uh, luck favors the brave, right? He, yeah, uh, okay. there, were, there were three uh, Liverpool players in front of him. Uh, mm-hmm. There was Fabinho, there was Matip, and there was uh, Van Dijk. Okay. Yeah. And, and they, were, uh, they, they were charging towards the ball. Mm-hmm. Kai Havertz being the... He's he's not little though, but you know no. the but yeah, yeah, he's not physically, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Dude, he won the header. He he uh, I I guess I know what he tried to do. He wanted to bump it to the uh, far post. Far post. Yeah. Far post yeah. Mm. Mm. But yeah. somehow it went into the uh, go- into the net as a goal, right? And yeah. you know what? And That's the way it went. In, yeah. Exactly. Yeah. It was it was impeccable the way it went in. Allison did everything in his power to stop it, but it was just out of his reach. You, you cannot save that goal. Nobody yeah. can. I mean, it's it's just looping over you, right? And get exactly. going into the bottom, far bottom corner. So that there's nothing a goalkeeper can do about Not that ball. Far, far bottom corner, at the top, right corner. No, it 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 reached the top and then started looping yeah, just yeah. over Allison's head. It's, yeah. exactly. it's impossible to save for anyone. Exactly, dude. Now, now, now the thing about Liverpool and Chelsea, the this game was played in two halves. First half yeah. was pure football. First half was pure two teams, two world class teams clashing against each other, playing two different brand of football. Yeah. And the second half was Chelsea throwing everything they have to defend. Everything yeah. there, there was a point in the game they had seven defenders on the pitch. Yeah, seven but, defenders uh... on the pitch. Those happenings of the second half are, you know, manifestation of happenings in the first. Exactly. And, exactly. And exactly. Those, and, I think, and that, yeah. And uh, there can be several controversies, and yeah, but, of course there will be. But the how it turned out, it was surprising. You know, even everyone got surprised when first of all, when you're watching that game, uh, right at that moment. Uh, you know, there was this chance that Mendy tried to collect the ball, but Alonso also came in, so there was confusion. Yeah. In between them, Joel Matip won the header, shot mm. it on the, shot it to the bar, and uh, it fell, uh, fell, I think, to Salah or Henderson, I exactly remember. And yeah. that ball, when it was trying to go in, it, we, we saw that, you know, there was a goal line clearance from Reese James. And then, you know, there was more, you know, uh, it was constantly falling to the feet of Liverpool players and they were shooting and the shots were getting blocked. Yeah. And 
you know then we understood that the liverpool players were claiming for a handball no one even no one even saw that coming and then um, when it was seen on var it was visible that it clearly hit his arm and stuff and people thought that it would be a penalty but when the red card came out that was yeah. when it took a huge turn and i think no one expected even not, not even the video assistant referee himself expected mm. and yeah. uh, and the referee to you know produce a red card for that dude and, see first of all first of all the moment i saw reece james i knew it was a handball because you could see it in his face it was he was, he was so yeah. he was so scared yeah. of the fact that he knew that he knew it had hit his arm exactly he knew uh, that he knew yeah. that he, it was it was perfectly clear okay and even we knew that he uske haath pe lage okay now yeah. see now now the controversy is red card kyun diya referee ठीक है लाइक फॉर एग्जांपल और को और को अभी बोलेगा रेड कार्ड नहीं था ठीक है एंड आई विल से या एंड एंड आई विल से फ्रॉम द पर्सपेक्टिव ऑफ द रेफरी आई विल से इट इज अ रेड कार्ड ठीक है फॉर एग्जांपल या एंड एंड आई एंड विल टेल यू व्हाई ठीक है व्हेन वी आर वाचिंग द गेम एंड व्हेन वी आर वाचिंग द रिप्ले एवरीथिंग इज यू नो इन रियल टाइम लाइक इट्स गोइंग ऑन इन रियल टाइम राइट वी वी आल्सो वाच द स्लो मोस बट द रेफरी ओनली गेट्स द स्लो मोस he can get the real time but but the way michael atkinson went and he, and he came back it took him 5 seconds to make his decision okay 5 fucking seconds he took out his red card and he declared that it was a penalty it was thoda sa referee error but i can see why he gave the penalty cuz yeah. you could see region scooping the ball out from his arm in slow mo okay again i'm saying it it's all in slow mo if 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 you see it in real time it's perfectly natural hand movement But if you see it in slow mo, it's like Reece James knows what he is doing, and he's trying to scoop the ball out yeah. to the edge of his arm. Yeah. yeah, and 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 there's a catch. You can you can, and there's a problem. You cannot fault the referee for giving it as a penalty. And if if he gives a penalty, then nobody would have given a fuck. Yeah. Now this is a very tricky decision. No, I think it was a penalty. Of course, it was a penalty. No, no, no I'm, sorry, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'm talking about the red card. Okay. But yeah. if if There, there's there's a there's a there's a, there's a complete discussion there's a complete debate you can have on this topic but you cannot fault the referee i uh, nobody can fault the referee yeah and uh, you know let me just put in my perspective in that for me like when you are you know at the back line right and there are opponent players shooting the ball and your goalkeeper you know is kind of useless and you have to do the defending yourself but you know if i am in the place of reese james the ball hits my thigh area right so my normal body movement would be to you know use my shoulders right to push the ball out right so that is going to be my normal movement and you know in trying to do that the ball glided over his arm right and you know it was kind of a movement that pulled the that looked in slomo as adhiraj mentioned like he was using his arms to you know get oh, the ball out of the box but i would have gotten yeah. that if if uh, the if the arm would have stick to his body but it was not exactly. the arm was it moving out of the body awesome. in the direction of the ball yeah so, of course uh, of course and and the premier league rules uh, regarding this clearly states that if the body movement is in the direction of the ball outside of the body then it, yeah. it has to be given as a clear of handball so uh, i think the referee actually you know pertain to the exact same rules the premier league yeah, according to, to the rules it is definitely yeah. a penalty as soon as i saw the slow mo no not even the penalty i mean it is a deliberate handball according to the premier league rules so that should be a red card in that situation yeah, yeah. and do do uh, the thing is do the thing is when you say or go that it glided across his thigh it was not a glide again when you no, when you no, see I, it I'm, 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 i'm saying that the ball is coming towards you it hits your thigh you are trying no, to move your shoulder you are trying uh, You were trying to move your shoulder to get the ball out, right? No, so but, no, but, in that movement, of course, it, it it the the ball hits your arm, it goes out, right? So yeah, no, yeah. but it, but it's not hitting his thigh. It's 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 way above his thigh. It's near his waist, and and he knows if it does not move his arm, the ball is yeah, going exactly, in. Yeah, exactly, exactly. That that's what I'm saying. If he does not move the body the way he does, right? He is not going to stop that goal. And He's in not. the heat of the moment it it just hits its arm so that's just my interpretation in the heat of the moment yeah. i think and i think yeah, yeah we should not be blaming we should not be blaming reese james for that because exactly. he is not a computer and and uh, i think this is a harsh you know whatever we say this red card decision is harsh is harsh and, but but it and, makes sense yeah it does make it sense does. and 
and if it, and it, if it was not given as a red card no one would have argued that it is yeah. but yeah. Uh, actually you know it is the referee's decision and it is you know by his mm. perspective a correct decision i mean we can't blame the authority and the the officials for anything in this regard i think and yeah. of course um, you know fans of chelsea football club would of course be upset and kind of angry with this and this of is course. understandable if, yeah, if this and, was uh, if this happened with my right back right i would be fuming i would be fucking of fuming course, this was yeah and yeah. we have seen uh, this happen i i personally have seen this happen before uh, at anfield where two clear handballs not given as penalties and you know stuff like these keep happening but uh, you know of yeah. course we have to agree that that yeah. moment changed the mm-hmm. match and yeah, exactly. uh, and not just, not just any match a match of very huge importance uh, in the league this season mm-hmm. a title decider match it can yeah. be a title decider you know and, yeah and i think i think right to shell had everything planned out as soon as reasons went out because you know managers at that point we see we saw jurgen klopp at the you know end of the match right he was fuming he would have been fuming if the decision was would have been given against liverpool right any manager would you know be uh, mentally you know enraged but what tuchel did he knew that he had to get something out of this match right so he did everything you know in his arsenal he put every defender on the pitch right just to get out the points because uh, he knows that if he goes ahead with 10 men he is going to get shattered in the counter attack right he knew it and that and that is how chelsea played and held on to the you know the draw against a liverpool team which was constantly you know yeah. pressing them and putting them uh, against the you know against their own goal and with all the anfield supporters you know cheering them on i think it was a very uh very important points that yeah yeah but yeah, yeah but i don't think tuchel was under control he just he just i don't think he was under control he chelsea got a bit lucky too and uh, their the defenders were rock solid yeah exactly. the defenders fucking rock and, solid and and the goalkeeper was I mean. shock, mm-hmm. yeah and tuchel i but, was it, you know tuchel, tuchel was shaken to his bones when he saw the red card he was scared to death because yeah, yeah. he knows what is the importance of this game Hmm. And Andy knows if he if he, if he just there is one slip up in the defense, then he knows what what Liverpool can do. Yeah, Liverpool can. I think Tuchel Tuchel is you know he's a very intelligent manager and uh, yes. he does not take wrong decisions. So I think uh, the correct decision he took was to you know stack Chelsea's backline yeah. with yeah, but, seven yeah, eight but, defenders. Yeah, yeah. but and that worked. Every, I mean that was the only every, option that. Uh, Yeah, but every manager will do that. Come on, you're facing Liverpool. If if, if Manchester United go fucking like uh, one man down at half time, don't you think we we gonna take off uh, our our one of our attacking midfielders and you know put a defender? That's but but but, but I am I am not confident, right? Hundred percent that we'll be able to keep that lead for forty five. No, but that's the thing. That's on the players, that's the thing, right? Yeah, that's, that's, that the players that's were pitch perfect. I mean. Uh, every single guy from uh, you know Jorginho and Kante to Edward Mendy and everything lies that lies between these uh, they did not commit a single mistake throughout the exactly. second half exactly. and um, and again another big thing is you know Liverpool as a side they don't create those intricate chances right they rely on fast attacks and there was no space for anyone to run anywhere in that yeah. Liverpool front area so Liverpool had to resort to you know uh shooting from outside the box which they did on five six occasions mm-hmm. and the ones that were on target were brilliantly saved by edward mendy so yeah. i think um, overall chelsea's defense actually yeah. is very solid it is mm-hmm. even after signing lukaku and they have havertz and mount and everything the defense is what stands out for chelsea this season yeah. and, and this match was clearly Yeah, it stood out in in the Champions League matches, right? We we saw yeah. how solid the players were, and I think defensive coaching, proper coaching of the defensive line and the positions that you take, as we mentioned while we were talking about Arsenal, how they had zero percent of what the the work that was put into the backline of Chelsea, right? So it yeah. it just shows how every player was disciplined, every player was you know you know even though they were a man down, they were press keeping the. attackers under pressure so it was very well disciplined defending rock solid defending as adhiraj mentioned and that just won them the match kind of because it is like a win right 
you yeah, it is like coming, yeah. point it is like and a we, we saw a well grinded point and uh, you know yeah. i think thomas tuchel will be glad and he was seemingly you know after mm-hmm. the uh, match was over he came on and uh, you know really applauded all of the center backs and there were seven of them to be fair so he had to applaud all of them and uh, it was clearly a very uh, you know it was no, I, i'm not saying it was a tactical masterclass or something it is what he needed to do and uh, his players delivered so he would yeah. be happy as a manager for that mm-hmm. and uh, of course uh, with this draw right it makes things interesting when we look at the premier league table because neither of them won this match and it it is good for the other teams right because they can eventually you know they can overtake these teams if they put in wins and so, i think mm-hmm. many t- results today you know yeah. the west ham game and uh, stuff mm-hmm. like that all of these results actually you know put a situation like uh, i don't think there is anyone with 9 points currently in the league so that is crazy actually that's how competitive the season has become not mm-hmm. e- not just for the top 4 and stuff but even in the mid table yeah. there is not a single side with 3 wins right now yeah and oh. uh, and you know there are four teams with seven points and there are four teams with six points and yeah. then the list goes on right so it's very it's very close yeah. and uh, yeah i mean some of the other results as you were mentioning we saw you know, a draw west ham crystal palace and that was an interesting match and finally you know crystal palace getting goals right so that is important yeah, for them three sevra So coming back yeah. to Patrick Vieira and his side, I was not expecting Conor Gallagher to get two goals against Palace. Conor Gallagher. I mean, yeah. the first goal was even assisted by Christian Benteke, so that just tells you, oh my God. Yeah. Yeah. So, I I when the teams came out and especially when the front three, what I saw was, uh, you know, I, I think there was Wilfred Zaha, Christian Benteke, and I don't exactly remember who else was there Ayu. in the front three. Yeah, yeah Jordan Ayew. how did crystal palace i i i was really you know shocked to see that lineup and it would be very hard to get goals and stuff i thought but i was not even looking at conor gallagher when i thought of who would score the goals for palace yeah and uh, you know aston villa also you know did not have a very good outing and brentford surprisingly are uh, unbeaten in the premier league right now who would have thought first three ma- yeah So that was, and Ivan Tony has opened his account in the Premier League. It yeah. is also, uh, and, and probably uh, everyone has dumped him out of the Premier League teams. I, I did. I did. I have him. <laughs> did you, did I you have put him back? Did you put him back? Or you, you Dude, had I him? I have him. I have him. I have okay. him in the PL. Yeah, PL. I have not taken him out. I have two weeks. I kept him. I transferred him out right this week, and of course he oh, had yeah. to score. Who did you That get? I actually upgraded uh, Ben White to I think uh, the West Ham guy Sufal and downgraded uh, him to Emmanuel Dennis. So, you had Ben White in your FPL team. Yeah, because I was not expecting Arsenal to, you know, you were not expecting go. Arsenal to lose to City. No, I mean I was not expecting Arsenal to, you know, concede two goals against Brentford in the opening day, so I had Ben White because he was very cheap, just for 4.5 million. and then i saw that ben white ben white got covid or something and arsenal have diarrhea or something that's the entire yeah. team so uh, i think uh, it's a fair decision to transfer him i don't right feel i feel bad for the football club now when you no know, when when you start feeling bad for the fans yeah i mean because they are singing against their own club that yeah, is when you know, it's it, it is usually 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 i visit a very eventful and you know uh eventful place that is aftv aftv after, after, after every arsenal loss today i was like 
मेरे से देखा नहीं जाएगा लाइक इतना दुख but but i'm but i'm pretty sure but i'm pretty sure that the day they face united they're going to be fucking prime invincible yeah, yeah. they And they have that is, that is a bit of jinxing but yeah you know the past no, dude are, i'm not i'm not even i'm not even <laughs> kidding i'm fucking yeah, i mean yeah i i remember how arsenal did you know the last visit to old trafford And yeah i still don't get how they won that match I But, don't know, dude. After that, we lost like ten games in a row or something like that. And yeah. I don't know, man. Why? Why do we lose to them? I'm when I I don't even know when they're coming. So that's yeah. the thing. Anyway, anyway. So uh, uh, there was another game which I watched. It was Leicester City versus Norwich. And you yeah. know what? Brandon Williams, fucking. He, Brandon the, the, Williams. Yeah, yeah. He yeah, Brandon Norwich. Williams. Okay, okay, okay. Yeah. What the fuck, dude? मैनेजर Daniel Parker. Yeah, no, that guy. I don't know what 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 he thinks. Every time he sees one one ka score line, he thinks, "Fuck, my work has been done. I'll 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 take off every striker I have on the pitch and I'll fucking play. Itna low block, itna low block that I'll yeah, I mean, and I'll be actually, I'll be satisfied with one point." Actually, you expect uh, you know newly promoted sides to do that with big teams. Yeah, but of course, dude, are a big come on, team. it's not working. You you got you got relegated with this uh, mentality last season. Come on, it's not. It's it's not working for you. Uh, Leeds United, you score one goal against them, they they're gonna fucking charge you for. I don't know. They don't give a fuck. They're gonna lose four nil. They don't give a fuck. They they're gonna charge you for. I like, have a feeling. You know, uh, Norwich have clearly made some you know additions to their squad, but none in the defense. And the only addition, defensive additions they have done is, I think, uh, uh, you know, Brandon Williams. Of course, they took on loan. And also Billy Gilmore as a defensive midfielder. That's another loan signing. And the only big signings they've made, Milo Drasicha and Josh Sargent, are attacking players. And uh, I have a feeling that they are not using those players properly. No, I, I guess they are playing wing backs. Now Drasicha was playing like a wing back today. If I'm not wrong. Yeah. Ajib, Ajib, Ajib was playing, bro. He, he usually, he usually supposed to play alongside Pukki, you know. charging down yeah, the left yeah 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 but 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 he was playing near brandon okay throw the whole mm-hmm. match mm-hmm. and that's that's pretty weird you know that, that's you again know? i think on the low block as he mentioned yeah dude yeah. crazy low block, a low block i mean watch with the, with yeah. the with the pace that they have got um, with rashicha and uh, even tot kant well um, they have the ability to you know hit teams on counters but they have not done anything yet but uh, i think uh, you know norwich can surprise us at any given point so let's see yeah i mean we expect newly promoted sides to not actually do well in matches against you know higher upper mid table clubs but uh, with norwich what i saw is uh, in in when they had the position right so when how how much i saw norwich wherever they had the possession they could move the ball freely right so i think that is a uh, that is the uh, ideology that parka oh, uses but, but that's the thing with norwich na today uh, today cantwell had the ball and the only good player on that pitch today was todd cantwell for mm-hmm. for 85 minutes but then something happened we'll talk about it later and then i don't know what happened to him something flipped in his uh head and i don't know what he was doing for for the last 5 minutes but before that todd cantwell i don't know he's he's so young but he's so mature he knows what to do and but but the players that play around him i don't know 
dude pass the ball every every time they get the ball they they're going to try they're going to try to shoot it from outside the box or or take a very lame attempt on 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 target you in norwich you'll get very limited amount of chances make use dude you yeah. you cannot just do this you cannot just lose the ball in in the opponent's half and then expect ki dude theek hai matlab they're going to make a mistake they may not score a goal and timo pokke doesn't press i don't know it's maybe manager ne bola hai but there's every year striker dude come on Come on. I mean, I mean, of course, he there there has to be some concerns regarding his age, right? I mean, the guy is really old, and of course, if you're not playing just in the that, family, I think Norwich actually plays some weird sh- shit form of football which no yeah. one actually understands much, actually. and yeah. uh, they and just rely on their. It works in the championship, right? Yeah, it does. It does. It does. And they just work on their, you know, Norfolk, uh, you know, vibes and stuff. They just mm. look at the. East Coast and you know get yeah. romantic and and play like that. It's just is I don't understand how they play. And uh, seriously, yeah. in the Premier League, they of course would suffer, but uh, you know, but they do provide some shock results. I would never forget that day when Norwich defeated Man City. Yeah. I actually, you know, uh, that was the most shocking Man City game I've ever watched. Oh, and uh, yeah. so uh, these things can happen the way they play uh, any at, at any given moment even today actually they did equalize against leicester although the goal was disallowed uh, but actually they had the ability to you know to knock in that equalizing header and uh, you know the reason that goal got you know uh, that goal was not given that's i think a very poor decision making from tot cantwell and stuff like that and uh, i think you know that was a, a, again i think he was not aware of where the goalkeeper was actually because there is no reason you would stand in a goalkeeper's way deliberately for that oh he so, wasn't he was he could he could, he yeah. could see it in his uh, reactions that he did not intend to and yeah. maybe i don't know cash push michael made a lot of it cuz even though wo dekh bhi leta na He couldn't have done anything about it. It was yeah, big. and I have seen Casper Schmeichel do this on a number of occasions. He always claims for these offside decisions uh, because I think uh, he's a very uh, you know experienced goalkeeper and he knows all the tricks of the game and he knows that the decision would go Papa his way. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, so, uh, I think, I, yeah, and yeah. as you mentioned, Adhiraj, uh, regarding Norwich, they. you know they sh- shoot too many times for their own good and those shots are pretty much you know off target or it's just wasted wasted opportunity <laughs> i've seen i've seen them do it against the first in the first game week and in the second game week and this match i unfortunately wasn't able to follow but they they waste opportunities in the top half of the field like anything you know be it a wasted cross be it a giving away of possession uselessly and be it you know aimless shots this aspect of norwich has to improve if they want to put in the definitely results. definitely and dude now let's talk about leicester city what what is wrong with soyuncu he was he was at fault uh, in his last game against west ham which they mm-hmm. lost 4-1 okay and dude in, even in this game uh, the 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 penalty the and the penalty that was given against soyuncu No, that's just such a rookie uh, challenge. Why? Why no, do so that? Sancho is a very uh, temperamental player, to say the least. And uh, you know, he is a good defender. Uh, he has got the skills, but he has got a hot head, which is very harmful for centre backs. And yeah. uh, I, the decision making sometimes just really goes wrong for him. There is no reason why you would commit to that challenge in the box. Yeah, this end of the game. Uh, so, I think, uh, and we have seen Soyuncu make these weird decisions even in, in national side when he plays for Turkey, and we watched the Euro games. He was at fault of because of very weird decision makings. You know, weird back passes and not proper clearances. These do happen from him sometimes. And I think uh, Brendan Rodgers is a very experienced manager. Very. very good actually man manager himself so i think he needs to look at that aspect of sunshine try to improve that yeah 
I don't know, dude. I don't know what's wrong. And uh, and and the first goal, I guess like, the pass was through Pereira, Ricardo Pereira, na? If I'm not yeah. wrong. Yeah. yeah. Dude, such a good pass. Such an immaculate pass to Jamie yeah. Vardy. I think uh, we missed this Ricardo Pereira last season. There were injuries yeah. and stuff. He is. He was one of my, you know, favorite right backs in the Premier League. You know, prior to the last season, and. To see him come back again and we deliver these crosses is very good to see. Such a good cutback, such an insane cutback to Jamie Vardy. And the yeah. and that guy is so old. But the finishing that he has... Yeah, he will never forget how to finish. I mean, a 50-year-old Jamie Vardy will have a better finishing than a lot of current players. Yeah, so better than Gordon. Jamie Vardy... Yeah, I mean... Dude, where is that guy? I'm, I'm pretty sure he's dead. Lukaku killed him. <laughs> Lukaku probably ate him or something. It's yeah. very possible. <laughs> no. I feel bad for him. Poor guy. Yeah. So, uh, you know, in other news, right? Everton pulled off a victory against Brighton. You know, nothing, no surprises. Uh, goals by Demerai Gray and Dominic Calvert-Lewin. And man, Gray can't stop scoring, it seems. He just keeps on banging goals after goals. And I think it's a very good result for Everton and Rafa Benitez, a strong result. And this, you know, this actually elevates Everton, you know, in the in the top four of the Premier League. So that just uh, tells you that they, again, are on the way to a good start. Seventh place like, finish, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, yeah. And I, I also like that, yeah. Predictions went in the opposite direction. So, yeah. And actually, that game produced a lot of drama too, in the, mm. with the penalty situation. Because yeah. uh, evidently, Dominic Carvalhoen went on to take the penalty. Richarlison claimed it. They had a clear, you know, disagreement right at the center of the opposition box. And, you know, other players like, uh, you know, Alan and other people had to drag Richarlison away from the penalty spot so that Dominic Carvalhoen could take the penalty. So. Again, that is, you know, that is proper Richarlison. That is yeah, what the guy exactly. does. <laughs> but the drama was insane, actually. Yeah. And... Uh, do you know what? I can now officially confirm why Thomas Tuchel did not push Kurt Zuma on the pitch too. Because Kurt Zuma has left Chelsea. He's going to West Ham. Yeah, I jokingly said that, you know, uh, you could probably have called Kurt Zuma back and put him on the screen. <laughs> Dude, yeah, Fabrizio yeah. tweeted right now. It's official and yeah. confirmed. So, you never so know. yeah. And, and, you know, again, on the transfers, we'll be back with the own, our own episode, our own rendition of it. And yeah. for today, I think... Eva Ronaldo! <laughs> So yeah, I think for today that is going to be it. Keep listening yeah. to us and keep supporting us and we'll bring out more gold content, right? Based on the matches. Premier League. Yeah, we are, and we're going to be back tomorrow. So yeah. Yeah. So yeah. Bye guys. Bye guys.